Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. Why have you taken your French twist out? Oh, God, this TV hair was giving me a headache. So I was just got this massive, humongous beehive helmet mm. pullback thing. And I guess I had to take it out. There's a lot of baldy. Oh, body's not the word. It was like a helmet. It was like a second head on your head. <laughs> you were the head head. It was its own head. It should have actually given opinions on whether people need a license to have disabled scooters. Because that's what I spoke that about. That was the topic, yeah. Yeah, but my, <laughs> Not how, my hair. Not just advice out of there. My hair should have given it weighed in. It should have been me, Bratz. Bratz? Brett, Mark Beretta. And Gretel. The sports guard, yeah. And my head. <laughs> and Stacey June's hair. <laughs> Koshi, over to your. He called me Stacey Jane today. I was like, are you talking about my hair? <laughs> Her name is not Jane. <laughs> you can get this kind of caper on our podcast channel. Yes. Um, we have different shows uh, on different days. Uh, we do an interview um, with a, a special guest that we get on the show. Yeah, we do. We have this pod channel. We have a catch-up that you can listen to that we dropped on Monday. And, of course, this is the 411 where we talk about things going on in the world that we relate to, that we're interested in. And it's very interesting today because the one thing I want to talk about is something I think I'd often felt very frightened to even – remotely approach and mm. that is North Korea and Trump but Good Lord. for me I'm just fascinated by it at the moment and I think that this is such an interesting topic so we're certainly not going to give you the ins and outs you know as Barry Cassidy or anyone from the ABC is going to but no. we'll give you our take and I'm quite fascinated by it to be honest. I, I think that's why I think it's important that you want to talk about it though without being a political expert because there are so many people like you, like me, like Joe Blow down the street that are like, whoa, this is intense, yet feel as though they maybe can't have an opinion on it because they don't know every single fact possible. Yeah, so don't fact check me, but I will have a, a give it a good hot crack. I'm going to actually use um, an email that I got to give you the recap. I'll do it in a second. Yeah. After you tell us what, yeah. By the squiz. Now, these are the guys that... I wanted to give a plug to actually, who give you news in a bite size. You can subscribe to them, email them. You can go check them out. And then they'll give you an email every morning with all of these bite size facts on news. Cool. Um, I want to talk about uh, Mandy Moore has come out and spoken about our exes. Um, on Howard Stern's radio show, just- it would be so funny if this was more of a co- more of a contrast, like politics, American politics, and Mandy Moore. But American politics is still Donald Trump, so it's not even that much. Yeah, of a it feels weird. It also still feels reality TV show. It does. Like, it it's still feels still on gossip. a similar path yes. to Mandy Moore. Yes, we haven't which even. Is so weird. Anybody talking about past relationships, I find really interesting because I don't really think it's done that often. It's not, and it's no. not done by celebrities. I actually spoke about it on episode fifty-eight, which you can check out that we dropped early this week uh, about discussing your ex 
with your partner, which is a whole the current other, partner. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. We'll put it in show notes, but it's um, yeah, fifty-eight if you want to go back, because it is. I think it's it's awkward for any any conversation, probably a year out. But then to put it in the press is something very yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to get stuck into D-Trump? Yeah, let's give that a crack. Yeah, like why wouldn't Why wouldn't you, love? So basically Donald Trump and uh, Kim Jong-un, the North Korean leader, yeah. are in Singapore, yeah. right? So as the project have pointed out 40 million times, they are staying 750 metres apart from each other, one at the Shangri-La and one somewhere else. I don't know, <laughs> which I found quite fascinating. That in itself is bizarre. I think it's Kim Jong-un at the Shangri-La, just if anyone was wondering. Um and essentially, it's the first time the two leaders of two countries have ever met in this way. Mm. Um, and the hope is that they agree on a plan to begin, I guess, essentially a new relationship for North Korea with the rest of the world, US and the rest of the world. So there has never been any kind of any kind of meeting from the West with the North Korean leader ever. Cause no, not and not as this, not kind of a set up set up summit like this yeah, either. Right. So, which, which from the outside you look at and you go. Because to, to be completely honest, when I saw that news, and it's been spoken about a lot over the last couple of days in particular this week, but I was like, ah, oh. I had a moment where I was like, maybe he's not that much, maybe Donald Trump isn't that much of a hack. Like if he's managed to do like what no other leader of the US or, or the Western world has been able to do. Maybe. Well, that, yeah. Maybe is that not that much of a hack as everyone kind of is having a lull about. Well, then my point is though to that is that, it takes one to know one and I think they're actually on the same frequency that essentially we've got you got fired as the U, as the US president <laughs> and we've got a little boy that wants serious control yeah. over a country mm. running the other country. Yeah. I actually think they're running on the same frequency, which is why they've met because people like Obama and other, I think they tried with the Clinton administration years ago to, to have a similar mm. type mm. of discussion. I think actually there was, from my readings and understandings, there was... Uh, there was a, a deal made and Kim Jong-un just went back on it. So this is the thing, right? So firstly, I think they're probably a, a boy meeting a boy trying to figure out the world's problems. So I think that's the reason they probably have met. So I don't think it's actually that remarkable at all because I think they kind of communicate on the same feed. But then you look at it knowing that, going, okay, these are two really fucking fucked up people making this decision, who says any of this is going to stick? Then you look at the two people having the meeting and you think, well, what realistically can come out of this? I don't know, especially over the last few years when there's been such tension between um, North Korea and the rest of the world. Like, you know, like the, the nuclear threats and, you know, not complying with other, you know, not complying with... Um, you know, the amount of, you know, weapons of mass destruction that they're able to have and all of those rando missiles that they just fired out that almost hit Japan. Like you would just – over the last few years, there's just been this tension and to the point where it almost feels like, like – fear. They're yeah, just, but, but every yeah. time you hear it on the news, you almost become a bit conditioned. And maybe that's bad, but I have to be honest, sometimes when, the you know, the news comes on and there's a section about North Korea, these fucking missile things, I'm like, yeah, we hear about this every day, like all of the time. Well, it's been power, hasn't yeah. it? Like, like we've got this. We don't know what you've got. It's kind of like Russia a bit. Like we've got all of this power. You don't really know what it is, but we've got it. And there's no, you can't dance around and risk saying, prove it, because there goes, uh, who knows? Well, I don't even know what the result of that would be. Mm. What what can these actually, do you know what these actual we'll take weapons whole can countries. do? They can, yeah. yeah. And I didn't even realise until you said that, that through line and the similarity between the two leaders is that there is this real feeling that there is um, – 
a feeling of danger almost where you like that uncertainty like you you know with Kim Jong and even Donald Trump you just you see him about to make a speech and you just go what is he about to say and that's exactly how they're in power because they built campaigns of fear you know Trump was all about I can protect you I can protect you essentially so many politicians build their entire foundations of making people feel like they've got something to fear um well that was Bush right Mm. so let's create a war and so you can feel like, oh, okay, I can I'll protect, be the protector. you. Yeah. But then also the through line with those two leaders is that although there is this real volatile sense of, you know, unknown and risk about them, there's also this what a wanker, take the piss out of both of them as leaders and as people. You know, the amount of memes or like funny jokes or pop culture references around Donald Trump and his hair and you got fired and well, Kim Jong-un and, and his hairdos and, and all this kind of weird but shit. But when you think about that, right, of course they're going to meet. They have so much in common. Like, think about it. If you're someone like him, who else is like who else is anybody? Not that they're going to be talking about, hey, did you say that meme about me? I saw the one of you. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like if you're looking to connect, which every single human is, these two men, boys, who have they got to connect to apart from someone like each other? It is quite remarkable. Mm. There is a reason that this has happened between the two of them. Um, so it has happened. It's been in the last kind of couple of hours as we record this. So I'm not going to bring too much of, of I guess, um, speculation really. There's not a lot of facts as to what happened in the meeting. A lot of people have quoted out to say that it went incredibly well. A lot of people are breaking down this historic Trump-Kim handshake saying mm. that it was a friendly handshake but not too friendly. But there's incredible pictures across the world, you know, regardless of how much you wonder and strip it back and go, well, what can happen from today and who are these men or boys? You know, there's this incredible image at Seoul Station in South Korea of all of these people just standing still in the train um, in the train platform watching it go down. And you just think about, you kind of take yourself out of Australia in the protected, lucky country that we are, mm. where we get to watch this stuff and kind of laugh at it from afar mm. and then actually think about people that live next, literally next door to this country that has just, you know, lost family, friends, people they can't see because of, you know, the type of dictatorship that this man has. Then you also kind of have to take a step back and go, regardless if nothing comes of it this is a big day for people in some way maybe they've give, mm. they'll be given some hope the weird the weird thing is so it's a 38 minute meeting right i also it just blows my mind how it's like a one-on-one meeting like you've translators got, i think as well but that's but but yeah but yeah. still there would yeah. be you know imagine the bullshit mm. that they would have to sign mm. you know what i mean Mm-mm. like that the and I know it doesn't all all come down to one man as the leader, but then it 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 freaks me out that sometimes you're like the future of the world as we know it, and a DNM between two cats. between two humans, regardless of whether they were the most yeah. responsible, amazing, considered, calm human. There's two fucking blokes in a room and two translators. That image, like the thought of that, because, you know, you see the summit and there's, you know, the sitting around the round table, there's press, we've seen the photos everywhere with the handshake, all that kind of stuff. But then there's just two dudes going to a room. And that, the imagery of that, well, there is none of them sitting in the room, obviously, because it's just them. But the imagery of them just walking into the room blows my mind that I'm like, whoa. Yeah, but I think this this is happening like you said regardless of who is the leaders and who and how much you bag them and how many memes there are about both of them this is a moment in history and and 
you have to look up. Like it's, you can't ignore it. We'll just watch this space. I don't know. You guys are into it. Let us know what you think. Um, But it is. I think there's moments in history where you kind of have to look up even if, like me, you've wanted to look the other way. You've not wanted to really address this part because it's just so... I don't know. You just—it's really reflective of where we're moving, and that sometimes is terrifying. And Weird. hopefully, this move from a Trump perspective for their country and ours, to some degrees, like you will—you you know, when you say you don't care about voting, or when you kind of say my vote won't matter, and mm, you put it in, and you get look a, up, yeah, yeah, you get a leader like Trump, you voted that guy in. So whether they are cool with that as a majority or not, like I think a lot of the time people I follow other minority like yeah. I follow a lot of Democrats and I follow a lot of one-sided views mm. so I don't really know what the majority thinks obviously they want well, to obviously in, not yeah. but what they think now mm. is the interesting part I mm. think people will think he's a hero from well, so do I that's the, the way it's been sold part. is yeah Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Let's talk about exes because Mandy Moore um, has appeared on Howard Stern's radio show um p.s sucks info out oh doesn't he but not in always a nice way i must say no he can be a bit full-on a bit aggressive bit like yeah yeah but um i haven't actually i've only read the transcript of it i think it's so funny when you read something versus listening to it there's real i don't know such difference in the way in the tone and Mm. the way people question Mm. and and all that kind of stuff so i I can't comment i don't know whether he was asking this in like a real fierce kind of aggressive way Mm. or whether it's just like a convo maybe she was ready to because she's given a lot of detail so there's obviously part of her that felt comfortable yeah talking about her exes i think you go on that show knowing you're going to share true yeah she's not going on there especially because she's newly engaged and you would think that question you know there might be questions around that new relationship or old ones or whatever. Anyway, she's gone on there. Sidebar. Mandy Moore in This Is Us. Just raise your hands. What do you mean? Very. Just I just feel as though I hadn't. Wouldn't say I'd. I'd forgotten about Mandy Moore, but she's a fucking amazing actress. Yeah, and oh my god, it's incredible. Like she's such so a great. beautiful show. I was listening to her, the song. What is the song? I wanna be with you. Oh yeah, song? yeah, yeah. If only for a w- on the way home in a road trip yesterday. And Ben's yeah, like, what is this? Be... I'm like, it's fucking Mandy I just remember Moore, Love bitch. Always. 
Mandy. Oh yeah. That one. Yeah. Is it is she the one? No, I'm not another song. Oh, I was about to go in. I just remember that line, you'd say it with such sass when you're little. Love always. Mandy. Um but anyway, she's a big actress. Yeah. Um she dated Wilma um how do you say his name? Valderrama. Now, I don't even know who that is. He's Fez from that 70s show. Never watched it. You're joking. You would know his face for shiz, no? The real um, thin pinhead looking one? <laughs> oh. Not him. <laughs> I know exactly who you're he's talking about. He's always on the ads. Like, yeah, I, I, I really don't watch well, it. Well, it's kind of it's centered around his life and his family and they're his mates that always come to his basement and they okay. hang out in there. And Fez is one of them, the exchange, <laughs> the exchange student. He had like quite a high profile relationship with um, Lindsay Lohan. Jeez. But apparently he dates Fez. Sounds like a real catch. Wilma. Apparently he dates lots of... Um, I think I've heard he's this before. First, he's a man. His first name is Wilma. Wilma, yeah. Like Fred and Wilma. Well, yeah. Wilma came out a couple of years ago and was asked about Mandy Moore or, you know, exes or whatever. And he said famously, which I'd never heard of this, but apparently must have been pretty big in the press in the US, that he had taken Mandy Moore's virginity when he was 16, 17. Why would anyone say that? I don't know, which is quite... Like it's, what's it? There's an extra information not needed. Like where's that coming up? You know, this is a very interesting thing you raise here because when you think about it, you have big people, celebrities that you love that break up and then you get one statement and then nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like Chris, I'll never, ever, ever forget where I was with Gwyneth and Chris and you get the one statement. The yes, conscious uncoupling yes, thing. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. but never, you know nothing more. You don't know much more about Jen and Brad. Like you don't, all these things. I mean, Mandy Moore's not on top of the list, but it's still fascinating. Mm. So he spoke out about this because, um, oh, no, it was years ago, on a 2006 show and he bragged that he'd taken Mandy Moore's virginity, mm. describing sex with her as really good. And she hadn't come out and, and spoken about that s- since then, you know, so it's been a, a fair amount of time. And she said, look, I dated him when I was about 16, 17. I love him. I still love him. He's a really good friend. That I was really shocked about it back in 2006 when he spoke out about it. Not only was it a lie, but it was really unlike him, really uncharacteristic. He's dated all of these. She, this is a quote from her. He's dated all of the ladies. I met him at a photo shoot when I was 15. I was really innocent. I'd never actually French kissed a boy, blah, blah, blah. And it really hurt me when he publicly claimed that he'd taken my virginity. I called him and asked for an explanation and said, where does this come from? And she said, I, I remember in the moment where he kind of tried to backtrack and say that he'd insinuated it rather than outright said it. And she said, well, no, I've seen the interview. You, you actually you yeah. actually outright said it. And she said, we don't, after that, we don't really talk about it now. We've been able to move past it. Yeah, right. To still be good friends. Which that in itself, I feel like if that's happening with celebrities, especially if it's two celebrities as opposed to like a random person that they dated in high school that maybe would be more willing to go to US Weekly or whatever in America, be more likely to talk about their private life. I just found it fascinating that I was like, oh, not that, oh, wow, this shit happens to celebs. But I was like, it just adds this other layer when you're so – vulnerable around like 15 16 17 you've never you know it's a big thing I suppose I I don't know about you but I remember the first person that I kissed I remember Mm. my first you know proper French kiss I remember the first time I slept with somebody you know and I don't think maybe not for everybody but for me that'll be something like that boy's name I'll always remember so then for it it but there's something that doesn't add up here right she never French kissed anyone and met him she hasn't denied that they didn't have sex 
but she wasn't it wasn't she didn't lose her virginity to him well, so she was just, there someone in between them? well she's just said not only was it a fib so she said it wasn't true and then when I asked him about it why did you say it I kind so of maybe, held him accountable so maybe they didn't have sex you think at all maybe they didn't I, well, that's what it, she. That's, but that's what she's insinuating. She's saying yeah, right. that it was a lie. Yeah, right. that he lied, and I pulled him up on but it. Not just about the virginity thing, potentially about both. Because I was like, hang on a second. Well, they dated. They were together. This was like her first boyfriend, the first kind of kiss that she'd ever had, and all that kind of stuff. But the way she was saying it was they never slept together. Yeah, so right. she was like, Maybe why would you lie? Why who, would you lie about who, that? Did she have big, high-profile boyfriends? Yeah. Do you remember when she was with Andy Roddick? No. I remember when she was here for Is the Australian Open. Yeah, years oh, and years yeah. ago. They dated from 2002 to 2004. I need a picture of this. Yeah, you'll remember his face straight away. And she said, he broke my heart. I was Ooh. a kid. He was a kid. God, she was really busy then. Yeah, I started like dating. Like, big guys. But babes, that's when she was in her like heyday, I think. Was she that young when she was like made Yeah, big she was songs, teen, right? teen. So I think she was probably around, I don't know, like – all of those stars were. He's worth twenty point six mil. But I know all, I'm meant to be getting a photo. But all of, of him but it. all of those stars would have been. Remember, you know, like um, what's his name, Nick Carter, and all that kind of stuff. Like they were so they were babies. Like they were like fourteen, fifteen years old. Yeah. So for then, you know, like at a height of her fame, she probably would have brought out a, a couple of songs and all that kind of stuff. She would have only but been very interesting. young. Interesting. It's like Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero, right? You watch them; they're all in high school, but they're like forty five years old. <laughs> Well, actually, no, it's the opposite of that because these guys might they're have been younger. young, but they look so old because yeah. they're on red carpets and shit. Not just that, but also you think that they're older than they actually are because they've been around for so long. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like cause she's been a child, she's been in front, you know, in movies that you remember since you were since she was eleven. When she's eighteen, she probably feels like an old woman. God, so many guys like she would be there. Kind of hall pass. Oh she's yeah, back in the real, day, she yeah. that sweet kind of but she's sexy. Anyway, she said he. This is Andy Roddick. Andy Roddick broke my heart, and I think we parted ways because of that. Which I just found huh? such a. She said what? he he broke my heart, so I think we parted ways because of that. Well, no shit. <laughs> what you're not hanging out to just what? Of course. So obviously something's happened. And then they split up. And she said, I got, I used that and I poured it into a record that eventually became an album about three or four, three or four years after that. All right. So heartbreak can equal productivity. But I just found that, I just found that interesting to be like, I was and still am kind of heartbroken by that. You know what I mean? Because normally. Well, I'm still heartbroken by my first boyfriend. I really? Yeah. Like not in a way that it actually means the same way as it would now. Like it was my first boyfriend, but I still can feel the break that I felt from him and him breaking my heart. I think it is different when you are broken up with or they do something to you. Mm. Like that's the only time I've ever felt that either mm. Like as well. Like the last few relationships, I've been the one to call them. Yeah, okay. But that one, I'm like, whoo-wee. Do you remember um, Zach Braff? Zach Braff. What was, oh, yeah. Scrubs. Yeah, that yeah. That was massive. Again, never watched that, it, but remember oh, him. Oh, I remember. It was, such a sto- it was such a stoner kind of show. Wasn't it was it? Yeah. I don't know why, but it's had that massive kind but of. he's done a lot now. He really has. Yeah. But anyway, she said she dated him for a couple of years from 2004 to 2006. And she said, I thought Zach was, or he was at that time, my guy for life. Wow. And she, yeah. And she said, um, this is a quote from her. You're like, this is it. 
I know who I am. I know what I want. Oh, God. But I knew nothing in reality. And she did say that the pair are still in touch. Wow. Anyone Which, else? Well, Ryan Adams. Who's he? For the music sake. star. I didn't realise that they were married. Who's she with now? Anyone? Yeah, another muso. Oh, She's recently just got engaged. Who is Ryan Adams? Ryan Adams. Isn't that everything this I is like, do? Or is that Brian Adams? Uh, I I'm do it for stop you. Now. <laughs> Wait, is that Brian Adams? Yes, mate. Fuck, I know Ryan Adams' name because it sounds like Brian Adams, but he's like a, oh, isn't he a, so, he's a country music star. He's one of those people that you've heard his name, but I've got no idea. Like he was, he was in, he was associated with, here we go, associated acts, Whiskey Town, oh, the, for, Car- <laughs> the Cardinals. The Shining, The Finger. The Cardinals are something. All right, right. Anyway, he's a no one. What did she say about him? Well, she said about him that she was married to him and she was quite um, honest. She's married to that nobody. From 2009 to 2016, so it's quite a while. That was when she kind of fell off the face of the earth from... Oh, that's not good. No. Well, do you know what I mean? Like, you didn't really hear that much of her for that period, don't Nothing. you reckon? I often find it, watching new shows come through, like This Is Us, I'm so behind, but I do, I'm a Same, big fan. Same, I'm pretty behind still. Um, everyone that follows me on Instagram knows that I'm right into the affair but have to take it bit by bit because it's fucking heavy. But Joshua Jackson is in that from uh, his Pacey from Dawson's oh Creek. But just watching these kinds of, I guess, people we grew up with and really you don't know that they've been plugging away this entire time. But it's re- as, a, as a person also in the industry that's hopefully in it for the long haul, I get real inspiration by watching them because mm. I'm like, God, they just come back and you don't really question where they went. You knew they went yeah. for a long time, but you're like, I rate you, I'll watch it. But I also just think, me, you know? I also just think, don't you think the industry itself has changed so much where movies used to be like the big, do, you know, the big, yeah, yeah as an actor. Yeah. Whereas now it's kind of changed. Like back in the day, to have some kind of Hollywood A lister, like you see even in a TV um, show, in a TV yeah. show, like you know Reese Witherspoon mm. and Nicole Kidman, and um, you it's know, very humbling. That, I must say, yeah, when you see those kind of Hollywood A, like the you know, however most famous people in the world, you see them in the TV show. I feel like TV shows for actors used to be kind of like we'd go out to die. It's been so humbling to see people that you rate get jobs like and actually watch you know I think that about um Jessica is it Jessica Biel Justin Timberlake's yeah. wife but also she's in the affair isn't she no she's um she does another one on Stan which was the most fucked oh, up oh that thriller. horror one yeah. yeah um but even just seeing the her performance is great like there's some really strong actors like yeah, I've always been a fan of television, so it's never it's not a new thing for me where I'm like, oh shit, I'm not don't get to go to the movies. I've always kind of been happy to binge TV mm. and I've enjoyed the craft. I like shorter pockets. But yeah, it's um it's just so great to see people mm. back in work, really, mm. to be mm. honest. It's just mm. that simple. Real fucking I don't know, talented people that yeah. are showing different characters. Um also I find this interesting. Let's cap this off what she said about Ryan Adams and their relationship. It didn't sour my idea of romance or marriage or of monogamy. I just chose the wrong person. Mm. Mm. We're just very different. We were not meant to be. It was a very lonely life. Someone who's obsessed with themselves and obsessed with their work isn't then able to be a partner or a husband. Yeah. It's, well, that's just life lesson, right? Isn't it? I just find all of this fascinating. What, Mandy Moore or just people's exes? Just people's exes <laughs> in general because mm. it's not something – it's almost like – I don't know. And I think it's great that you were speaking about it this, you know, week on the podcast, but it's almost like people like to paint this fairy tale picture sometimes of like 
you have found the guy and you found the perfect one and you've got an awesome relationship. So then it's like all of the journey and stuff to get there. And I don't know, I just think it's nice to hear people that you think, oh, I've had an easy ride, especially celebrities. You see them all glossy and they look awesome together on Instagram and look at them at this red carpet looking smashing. But then the fact that it's like there's a guy that's broken my heart I'll probably never get over and I don't know why we broke up and the guy that I'm mates with lied about taking my virginity. I was a bit like, yeah, that's. I like that she's opened up and being a bit of an open book about it. Yeah, well, there's no reason not to be. I don't I don't really know. I think people – look, There's re- I guess there's reason someone sitting on the other side and going, well, it's kind of exhausting. You've got – a lot of people would be like, you've got what you want now. Why hash up all the shit? Well, for me, I think it's important that the shit is what made you get there. Mm. So respect where you've – I've always just been like that, I think. Mm. In every part of your life, you just have to tell the story of where you come from. Mm. Otherwise, what's – then everything you're doing today then will eventually mean nothing. Mm, that's true. Do you think you can ever be friends with some with an ex? Because I had somebody when I had broke up with Zane say to me, I truly believe this as a rule of thumb. You can't be friends with somebody that you were in love with and if you can be friends with them, you weren't really in love. And if, that's the, if that is true and if that is the case, then Mandy Moore was never really in love with Wilma because they're mates. I mean, I think I actually believe that. I think I, be, I think I buy it. You were I not could truly never be. in love with them if you're friends with them. Yeah, that maybe it was a friendship kind of mm. relationship. Mm. Or I could never be friends with my ex. Um, no, I can't either because I'm a big feeler. So, but whether that says, look, I'm going to open up and it's we're going to just have to leave it on this to find love. Like maybe you're really not properly, truly in the form of love until you meet someone that you want to truly commit. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like you can have different forms of love maybe. I think we're getting really technical. Yeah, that's what I was like, Mm. you know, because I also don't want to say there's one kind of love that's right and the one kind of love that's right is if you can't be friends with them. That's then putting out a lot of people's relationships where they can be friends with them. And I, and I look at my mum and dad who are friends. They've got kids, so it is a little bit different. But I look at them as best mates now. And I think at one point, you're probably right to some degree. I think they definitely didn't have that. They It was convenient and I think it worked and they definitely loved each other. Whether they had that kind of crazy spark, mm. you know, blah, 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 mm. I don't know. But then to kind of put one in a right and wrong, I don't think I can do. I think it's just different definitions of it. Mm. They had enough for each other to have kids and get married. And they're still very good yeah, friends. Yeah, they are good friends. Yeah, yeah so right. I don't know. That goes against the rule, I guess. Tricky. I like things in a neat package. I know, <laughs> the rest of the country. <laughs> I like it in a, a little saying that we're going to each go yes or no, the end. No. You've got to go back into commercial radio. <laughs> we, can, we, can, uh, we can wrap this up in three. Yeah, 13, 21, fucking 70. <laughs> Thing, Are you, you right or wrong? Thanks, Chip. <laughs> Thanks, you. Uh, and the poll says you can't be. You're on the Think Girls podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the end. The poll and we out. And yeah. we out. And then no one had a thought Wrap ever again. Wrap that up in a bow, babes. Okay. If you want to uh, listen to any of our other shows and, I don't know, maybe you found us for the first time, a friend gave you a bit of a nudge and you finally listened, welcome. We have many, many shows that you can go back on. Mm. Um, Spotify's not updating as quickly as I think some of you would like, so your favourite podcast app um, or our website is the best place to find the most updated uh, podcasts. Yeah, um, and you can might... rate and review. It only takes a couple of seconds yes. to do that. It means way more people can see it because we want 
want to continue to do um, as many shows as we're doing now as well as we're doing them now and we really need your help to do that yes. so if you dig it yeah we'd really appreciate you giving us a shout out or take you 30 seconds yes please do alright we will catch you because we will because it's a podcast channel so we'll be back soon yeah later alright bye bye love this podcast but you want to chat about it more make sure you go to the thinker girls on facebook uh, that's obviously us and insta because that's where we're going to be continuing this convo with you posse yes we want to know what you think posse so every week we'll be breaking down our podcast content across social media so you have an opportunity to share your opinions plus we're on insta stories every damn day so you get to come along with us for this crazy tg ride yeah merce head to facebook instagram snapchat or even twitter to find us Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.